everybody, it's Dr. Kieran. Welcome back to Her Brilliant Health Radio. I'm so glad that you chose to join me today. Today we have a wonderful guest who's going to talk with us about hypnotherapy. She's trained in many different energetic health modalities, but hypnotherapy is something that we haven't talked about on the podcast, and I think that you'd find very interesting. I've had it done myself. And it can be a very useful tool when you are going for ultimate healing and optimal wellness. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Christine of Sapien. Hopefully I said that correctly. She incorporates her background in psychology with ancient healing modalities and the best of modern energy medicine to help people move from being blocked and stuck in negative emotion to regaining their confidence and becoming empowered to manifest their goals and dreams. She is the best-selling author of Living Through Choice, a guidebook through healing on all levels. In addition to being an intuitive healer who has worked with many A-list clients in Los Angeles, she is certified in hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom technique, breath work, and more. Please welcome Christine. Hi, thank you for joining us. Hi, Karen. Thank you for having me. So I know that you are trained in so many energetic modalities. You started with psychology, and I'm always interested in why people do the work they do, why they're passionate about the work they do. So can you share with us how you came to help people the way that you're helping them? Absolutely. So up until over 10 years ago, I was in accounting uh, and very left brain logical work in a cubicle on a daily basis. And over the years, I realized that my emotions were really causing a lot of uh, physical ailments in my body. And so there were moments where months at a time I would uh, continuously end up in the doctor's office and my doctor would uh, constantly um, you know, tell me something, if you need to change something, whatever it is that is not working for you, you need mm-hmm. to change it. And I knew what it was, it was my career that it wasn't fulfilling for me. And so it kind of, but I ignored it, of course, because it was safe and you know, change is always difficult. And we always fear change, right? The fear of the unknown, <laughs> the fear yeah. of the future. So I kept forcing that world for about 10 years. And then by the 10th year, my uh, emotional state became so deep and dark that my physical body was deteriorating. And one one of my appointments that I went to my doctor, he looked at me and he showed me the file because back over 10 years ago, they weren't electronic yet. And there was a physical file. And he said, you're not even in your 40s and you have a file of an 82-year-old woman. And he said, if you don't change something, you won't survive too long. Because Mm -hmm. my gut area was just in such a mess. Mm -hmm. And he said, I give you not more than two years. Because even my right arm, um, I had, quote, unquote, nerve damage. And why I say, quote, unquote, is because it was so emotional. I was told by doctors that they were going to open me up in two different areas in my right arm to... To, uh, to relieve the nerves, but they mm-hmm. said there were guarantees that that would help. And last minute, two days before the surgery, I just said no to that surgery, which I'm grateful that I said no, because it had nothing to do with the physical problem. It was an emotional problem. And so really, I, if, I can safely say I hit rock bottom at that point, and I realized that I had two little children, and my kids deserved a lot more, and mm-hmm. they deserved a happy mother, and I deserved to be happy as well. While externally my world looked perfect, internally my world was very deep and dark and, and sad. 
empty it was the easiest way that I can say it so I kind of left accounting cold turkey and I just started to pray I turned to spirit I turned to God I turned to divinity and I just prayed and one night surprisingly um, I had a very vivid dream and in that vivid dream I was actually wearing a white coat with a golden badge and I looked at myself and I said I know who I am and I woke up that morning, although at the time I was studying for the CPA exam, trying to still force the accounting world, I took my computer and I Googled in um, hypnotherapy. And my culture doesn't believe in therapy, traditional therapy, yet alone hypnotherapy. And I looked at that word and I said, where is this coming from? What is this? But I was in such a desperate place. I just said, this must be divine guidance. And so I started searching and I found the school that I went to, HMI, Hypnosis Motivation Institute, and I found actually um, a therapist there, and I said, if this helps me, I'm a believer, and I went into a couple of sessions with her, and my world just changed suddenly. Suddenly, I had clarity, and I knew what I was supposed to do, and that white coat, and I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor because I, I, Western medicine to me, it's like I can't do deal with blood and all that stuff, but I knew <laughs> I'm helping people and I'm healing people. And from the first day that I started my hypnotherapy program and, and with it, I started my psychology program, it just suddenly felt like I was home. Everything made sense. Everything was just so clear. It was so exciting. And that's kind of the, how my journey started, and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> So I'm just curious, you saw yourself in the dream in the white coat with the gold badge. What made you think hypnotherapy? Because that word came up. Oh, it and the came badge to you badge, also. Yes, exactly. I see. So exactly. Like got, I, in the morning, I woke up and I automatically just typed in knew. hypnotherapy. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And that golden badge, by the way, a year later, I got it when I became a clin clinical hypnotherapist. The golden oh. badge was given to me a year later. <laughs> Very cool. That's amazing. And, you know, it, there really is this other world that you can tap into um, when you, you ask for divine guidance. And this is something that I talk about all the time that's different from most doctors is, you know, they don't talk about religion. They don't talk about spirituality. And for everyone listening, I'm yeah. not talking about religion. That's one. That's your your thing. I'm not treading on that. I'm talking about spirituality with science has now validated in, in many ways um, so I love that and now really your your passion um, has become your purpose and you're helping um, people to move past blocks which you were stuck yeah so what is it about hypnotherapy that helps people get unstuck say there's somebody listening who is feeling stuck like you were. They're not crazy about the job they're in. They're not crazy about the relationship they're in mm -hmm. or something about their life and they're having maybe health problems uh, that they may or may not relate to what's going on, but they're just stuck. What does hypnotherapy do to get you unstuck? So because hypnotherapy is work on a subconscious level, I always explain to my clients the easiest way. Hypnotherapy is, of course, tapping into the subconscious mind, which is really the hard drive 
like a computer. If we were a computer, what is on our conscious level, the 12% is on the desktop. And then what is really happening, the programming, the information, and from zero to seven years old is really where we get our programming. That it determines most of our future, of our relationships, of our choices, of our fears, of our limitations, or expansion and success. So what we're given the first seven years of our life determines much of our future experiences, but that does not mean it's written in stone. At any moment that we notice there's a block, there's an obstacle, there's a belief system, because ultimately it all comes down to a belief. And how do we get these beliefs? How do we get this information into the subconscious? Is through repetition. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And the same way hypnotherapy comes into the picture, that through repetition, in shifting the belief systems from the limited belief to uh, open, flowing belief, it not only gets people unstuck, it raises their vibration, it shifts their mindset. And that unstuckness, because we're really tapping into the hard drive and really making the changes per se, the softwares, right? The memories, the beliefs mm -hmm. from the hard drive instead of just deleting from the d desktop and thinking it's gone because it's not. And that's why oftentimes just, I, I, there's not a week that I don't get calls from clients who have been in traditional therapy. And I have a lot of respect for traditional therapy, but I always say a combination of different multiple tools can truly help us to achieve our goals because, and my, my clients just say for years, all of my adult life, I've been in therapy, I've been on medications, and I feel like I'm still in the same spot, space. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's just done on a conscious level where the real programming information is on the subconscious mm -hmm. level. And unless we go in there, we're not really making that big of a difference or change. And that's what hypnotherapy mm -hmm. helps us do, to go deep in there, like you said, the work that you do, getting to the root of it and not putting mm -hmm. band over problems, because that doesn't help ever. Band-Aid is eventually going to come off, and the wound is still there. <laughs> yes. So for people listening, they're probably familiar with the conscious mind and the subconscious mind that operates them 95% of the day. They don't think about it. Yeah. Um, but if I were listening, I think, well, how do you talk to, what do you do with hypnotherapy to speak to my subconscious mind that why can't I just put put a program like how do you access the program and why can't I just think new thoughts I mean probably if you're listening you've experienced this maybe you are in the habit of drinking wine every day when you come home and you've said okay I'm really concerned about the fact that I'm drinking every day and I'm going to stop and you try to stop but you can't yeah um, or maybe there are things that you've wanted to do to move forward in your life like you keep saying you're going to work out and you don't work out um, so, so if you're listening, then you're probably familiar with this inability to change uh, your, your habits at will. And so it's the subconscious that governs that. So if I'm listening, I'm thinking, how do you bypass that conscious mind and speak right. to that subconscious? So bypassing the conscious mind and tapping into the hypnotic state is really a natural state. Every single day, every single individual goes through this. Even animals go through this. But animals don't have the beta mind. We have it. So the beta is that limited, that conscious, that negative, that 
kind of yapping away constantly mode. And once we bypass that, which every single night before we go to bed, we bypass the beta, and that's the consciousness that goes to sleep, the beta mind that goes to sleep, and we tap into the subconscious, which is the alpha, theta, and delta levels. And so once we bypass the beta, which the, the easiest way I can say we bypass the beta in hypnosis is when we're doing the progressive relaxation and we're taking the person and going through this journey of relaxing the body and going through each and every part of the body energetically and visually and through sensations and feelings, we bypass the beta because the beta tires out. It kind of goes like, oh, I'm over this, I'm out. And then we tap into alpha, which is the first vibrational level where hypnosis begins, meditation begins. And how that happens is once the beta is out of the picture, we get through that kind of filter. We tap into the gates and, and the gates open and we become suggestible. So the way we really heal and transform our lives is through suggestibility. And suggestibility could be a great, beautiful event. It could be an awful, traumatic event. And those are the moments when we're really suggestible. Any information that's coming in, it just takes root. So through hypnosis, why I always focus on giving my affirmation suggestions to my clients in the most positive way possible is because I understand that when you're in that suggestible state, reinforcing negative words is not going to help the client. So, And in that suggestible state, oftentimes people don't realize what information is coming in, which is why I always encourage my clients early in the morning or before bedtime not to watch news, not to read anything negative, not to have arguments, not to introduce anything negative to their mind, only positive, because in that suggestible moment, any information that you give it, you just receive it very quickly. And then, of course, in hypnosis, there's layers, of course. Beyond alpha is the theta, where the floating sensations happen and the rocking happens. And so many of my clients come out of the session saying, was the chair vibrating? Do you have a like a motor on the chair? And I say, no, that was simply your energy. And so beyond theta is delta, where... The client feels like they're sleeping. They don't hear what I'm saying to them, but vibrationally, their subconscious is absorbing the information. And every single morning, we go from sleep and we come up, delta, theta, alpha, and oftentimes people get trapped again back into beta. But most of the time with hypnotherapy, what we do is the healing that we achieve my clients are no longer tapping into the beta, whereas that chaos mode where all the negativity and fears mm -hmm. and lack and stress and anxiety and depression is, they more so function in the alpha. And even if events happen in their life that they might for a moment jump up into beta, they have the tools and they have the ability to quickly make that shift back into alpha mm -hmm. because no one can truly change anything or or make rational decisions from the beta state it's always in a somewhat chaos mode we can only make mm -hmm. good decisions from the alpha state so that's basically the journey that we take on in hypnosis okay great thank you for that explanation sure. and so is that similar to what people will do when they get into a meditative state they yeah. go to the alpha and theta mm -hmm. so is it enough how many hypnotherapy sessions does it take to get someone where they consistently stay in the alpha and the theta 
So depending on the individual, when my clients ask me that question, I always tell them, how quickly do you receive information? How quickly do you absorb and take in information? Some, everybody's mind works differently. As a student in a classroom, right, 30 students, does, if, when the teacher gives the same information, but do all 30 students receive it in the same way? Like five of them may receive it right away, the other five may take 10 minutes, the other five may take an hour, the other five may take the next day. So just for First depends on that, but typically, generally speaking, studies show that it takes us about 21 to 30 days to make a permanent shift and change. And as a doctor, I'm pretty sure you, you believe this and know this as well, 21 yeah. days for the body to heal. Exactly. So it's the same process. And also other studies show that just hypnotherapy alone up to six sessions gives you 93% success rate, which no other therapy has the ability to do. So that already shows you the power of hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Yeah, it's interesting. My, my first experience with hypnotherapy was actually uh, when I was a teenager, and it wasn't, I didn't have hypnotherapy, but um, a friend of the family's had it uh, for compulsive eating, and it was amazing the results that she obtained she kind of went away for a week and she worked with a hypnotherapist and she came back and whereas before she left she could not stop eating she just was constantly with junk food and sweets and then when she came back it was a completely different person and it sustained for years yeah and so and that was my first experience. So I was really impressed. Are those the types of things that you help people with? Right. Many of my clients come to me mostly because they feel depressed or anxious and have anxiety. A lot of it is more so anxiety because our universe keeps shifting and expanding and everything is just moving in such a quick, fast pace. Everyone's experiencing that. And and even the explanation when I tell my clients, remembering the power of our mind that what we tell ourselves is what our body will believe, even the idea of anxiety that so many of my clients call me with and they say the first words that come out of their mouth is, Christine, I'm full of anxiety. And in the session, I explain to them, look, up to about 95% of the description between anxiety and excitement is the same. Yeah. It's just what do we label it, right? Right. That anxiety, no one ever says, yay, I'm having anxiety, but who says, yay, I'm having an excitement, right? <laughs> it's the labeling. So right. how we label our experience is truly, I, I can't tell you how many times a week I tell my clients, it's really the thoughts create our life and experiences. And sometimes my clients look at me like, what are you talking about? I don't have control over my thoughts. And I say, we always do. We always have a choice. Choice is a powerful, powerful thing that so many people think they don't have. Yes, and I, I want you to talk about that. And then the name of your book is Living, Living Through Choice. Through Choice. <laughs> yeah. And so can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that most people, when you say you have a choice as to what you feel, you have a choice as what to you, you think, and a choice as to what you believe, most people would say that's not true. That's right. Yeah. But talk about why that's true. Well, honestly, why that is true is because, first of all, it is our birthright. We are the creation of 
the divine, the universe, collective consciousness of love and light, and we have free will. We always have free will to choose good or to choose bad, which ultimately there's no good or bad. There's just experiences on a spiritual level. But for the human human kind of understanding sake, we always label things, right? It's good or it's bad. It's happy or sad. And so for that purpose, it's it, we always have a choice in what we think, what we do, how we create, if we choose to be victims in our own lives. And the reason why majority of humanity does not believe that they have a choice is because think about it, being born and as a child, we come into the world, the first two years are the genius years. and. We just can be, do, create, and we're so, so magical beings, right? We believe in everything and anything, but by the time we're three, four, five, six, seven years old, and at seven years old, when the beta mind begins to develop, we are constantly told, no, you can't, this is bad, this isn't good, this, is, this will harm you, this will, the control the limitations begin to take over and our beliefs begin to shift from that expansive world to the limited world. And so we start to think that we don't have control over our own lives because we're constantly told by our parents, number one, what we cannot do and what we can do. And so a majority of the time parents, of course, I'm a parent too, and my parents too, I always realize that as a parent, we try to do the best we can for our children. But at the end of the day, you end up parents end up transferring their own limitations and beliefs if they don't heal it mm -hmm. to their own children. And that becomes their belief system because it's repeated. Mm -hmm. So many of my clients on a weekly basis say, I always said I will not become my mother. I will always said I will not become my father. And I became my mom and dad. <laughs> and really you're programmed <laughs> to do that. You cannot help to do that unless you take steps exactly. to consciously make a different choice. Yeah. And and I guess that computer analogy you were talking about earlier, where um, it's almost like the, the, the hard drive determines the thoughts, feelings, and actions of the computer. And so it yes. does the same for you. And of mm -hmm. course, if you're in, if you are the hard drive, you say, well, it's my personality. It's just the way I am. But my understanding from current science is that really you are in that hypnotic state your whole first seven years of life and you're just taking in the information this is who i am this is my personality but that may not really be who you are and so you have to change that hard drive to change the dialogue the thoughts and the feelings and why that's so vital in terms of health is that science has now bridged that thoughts and feelings directly affect your health through your cortisol, your stress hormone, exactly. and your adrenals. And so all those health problems that you were having yes. were probably related to that. And if you're listening, this is why getting control of your thoughts and feelings is so important and your beliefs. Um, so compulsive eating, smoking cessation, I'm familiar with in, even in mainstream medicine, it has validated hypnotherapy for treatment options like that. Um, but I haven't heard it used in the context of really healing mood disorders like depression and anxiety or stuck, feeling stuck in life. And so mm -hmm. I love that 
that was your introduction. And then that's what, how one of the ways that you help people, and you have other modalities that you use too, <laughs> but I love that you're using it for this application because there's so many people who are in, in that place of negative moods, challenging health, challenging life situations, and they don't know how to move forward. Mm -hmm. um, talk about some other ways that you've used hypnotherapy to help people. I mean, hypnotherapy can be used in so many different ways, even past life regression, right? It's done through hypnosis that sometimes even there's situations where uh, clients experience or, uh, or um, life, there's no explanation of why certain things are repeating in their life. There's no explanation of why there are certain fears in their life. So through hypnosis, we're even able to tap into past lives to find that, that information. And so there's many, many different ways. I mean, fears are healed through hypnosis and limiting beliefs are healed through hypnosis. Many of my clients come to me because they have um, they're lost in their purpose and they don't know they're forgotten who they are and what they're meant to do and the job that they're at they're unhappy and so there's many many you know beyond because a lot of times hypnotherapy is looked at as for smoking cessation and weight loss and yeah to me more so those are which they're not simple things but they are more so simple but it's it can be used for so many different right. Anything, I always say, everything starts in the mind and ends in the mind. So yes. whatever starts in here can be healed. <laughs> so you mentioned if they, they're lost for the, on their purpose. And so you had the blessing of that wonderful dream that really guided you. I don't think the average person is that in tune to know how to properly ask questions to get the answers that they're wanting. So how do you work with someone who comes to you, not necessarily specifically for hypnotherapy, right. but they say, Christine, I'm stuck. I hate the job I'm in mm -hmm. and I, I need help. How do you address, start addressing that? Of course. And I always tell my clients, and because of that, because I don't believe there's only one modality to heal everybody, just like there's no one medication that will heal everybody. I believed throughout my, you know, path in the past 10 years that in adding certain, and I, of course, I don't add every modality to my practice because I need to first believe in the modality and connect with the modality on a spiritual level. And so every modality that I work with, I connect with spiritual and heart like on a heart soul level and so in addition to hypnotherapy of course I do life coaching as well and a lot of times my clients who are lost and they can't find their purpose I always love combining of the tools techniques so mm -hmm. life coaching I always combine with hypnotherapy so if a client comes to me and they cannot figure out who they are what they are meant to be and do in this lifetime number one we start with the coaching so during the coaching session i ask many many questions to my clients and getting to really to the root because every single one of us are born and here with a purpose there's not an individual that doesn't is not here for a purpose or is here just to live life and just you know go against the current we're all here with a purpose and so through the well, you know life coaching tools techniques i give my clients techniques to work with and raising their self-love levels and and releasing emotions and and then of course exercises to bring them more clarity because in certain exercises is the power of 
getting rid of the clutter because a lot of times the reason why we feel lost is because there's so much clutter on the conscious level it just yaps away non-stop and we can't get through it to get to the wisdom which is within us which we're born with and will continue to be with us so with the life coaching and hypnotherapy i kind of tell my clients it's kind of like peeling the layers away peeling the blanket away i always describe my clients what our energy is about it's like we're a helium balloon and we want to float and be free and then life's experiences like blank just thrown at us and one after another eventually that helium balloon feels so heavy under that heavy weight it's still floating but it's floating at a different lower vibration and the moment you start clearing the clutter away the peeling the blankets away suddenly you're clear again suddenly mm-hmm. like, you know you you're back to the light being that you're meant to be so ultimately it's really clearing the clutter of the memories of the stories from the past that are really the cause of a lot of the blockages and the fears and the doubts and the limitations and the lack of self-worth and self-love. I mean, all of that gets affected just by the limiting beliefs that we have. The last thing is a part of my sessions too. Yeah. And I think it's so important for um, me as a physician to educate people about this because when I practiced traditional OBGYN for over a decade, it wasn't something that I talked with people about because I didn't understand the connection between being on purpose and your, your energy, your energetic self and your beliefs and your thoughts and your emotions. Now that I know, um, and I've gotten towards my true purpose, unfortunately, it, it took a lot of pain to get here. Um, it's, it's something that I really help people to understand. So if you're listening and you're thinking, why is Dr. Kieran doing a podcast about this? What does my dissatisfaction with my job have to do with anything? And I'm here to say it has everything, everything. to do with your health. It has everything yes. to do with your life and your health. And I've had some clients whom I've, they one comes to mind who was in a really awful marriage. And we did everything and she got some improvement with her physical health, but eventually she'd start backsliding. And we kind of had to have this talk about, you know, until you make a decision to do something to heal that relationship or leave it, whichever works for you, I'm not a proponent of one or the other, Um, we're just not going to get where we want to be. So if you're listening and you're stuck with your health, you're having unexplained health symptoms, you're having health symptoms that are unresolved, despite some type of functional integrative approach, um, then you've got to start looking at where you are in your life. What are, what's the beta brain? I like how you say that. Um, that what, what state are you in and what are you running? Um, are you running a fear program or a love program? So you mentioned in there that you would give some exercises to work on their self-worth and self-love. Is, could you share with us one? Because that's something sure. that I love to talk with people about, just something they could maybe start doing today. Of course. Yeah. One of the simplest ones, of course, um, there's many, and I'm just thinking which one would be good, but uh, I would even start, because this one is coming through very strong intuitively, okay. the gratitude, yeah. the yeah. power of gratitude. As there's the quote that says, Gratitude is 
the the miracle that creates in our lives so many so many miracles can come from gratitude right and the heart is the center of that and the more gratitude that we feel that we experience the more gratitude energy that we put out into the world and more gratitude it's like a boomerang right mm -hmm. the grateful heart is the uh i'm trying to remember the quote the grateful heart is a magnet for miracles that's oh i love that who said for. that yeah. that's wonderful yeah <laughs> and, and it's very true because gratitude is such a love and gratitude are one of the not one of the the highest vibration energies in our universe oh. and i just focusing and a lot of times clients you know would ask me like how do i get to that place i say well repetition repeat 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 how do we become experts at anything repeat yeah. repeat 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 none of us became experts at what we do by just doing it one time we keep right. repeating and we become experts at it we become comfortable with it and it becomes our known and our known is our belief and that belief becomes the experience it's just it's a train chain reaction and that's all we need to really yeah. focus on so gratitude is very powerful and i always invite my clients in the mornings to write down not even just think it but the moment they wake up and the moment they're ready to go to bed to finish their day and begin their day with a gratitude affirmation and i just simply say i am grateful for and I not only tell my clients to be grateful for for the things that you have because people get into the, you know, in into the mm -hmm. kind of a routine of oh I'm grateful for my house I'm grateful for my car I'm grateful for family <laughs> but then it, there's no feeling behind it so yeah. I invite them beyond that to really say I'm grateful for and fill in the blanks with things that you desire to experience because the universe says believe it and you'll see it but the mm -hmm. ego the beta brain says i don't see it so i don't believe it so right. it's, gratitude helps us to reinforce that i believe mode energy and while you're constantly repeating that and saying i'm grateful for let's say i don't know whatever the person would want i'm grateful for my health right while they're trying to achieve health and well-being mm -hmm. by saying i'm grateful for it guess what your body hears it and we're 70 percent water we all mm -hmm. oh, i don't know if everybody knows this but most people at this point know that water is we can program water to do what we want it to do and we're 70 80 percent water and so programming the water and drinking it and programming your body by saying it or writing it is the same thing as programming so talk about that because I have mentioned it, but talk about the programming water. How some people are thinking, how program water to do what? What is that? I mean, there's science behind it, right? There's like right. Google just programming water, and millions of pictures will come up of the studies that were done and how crystals of the water change. And when we say negative things to water, and they, the crystals become deformed, and when we say positive things to water, the crystals become beautiful and magical looking. So the same happens within us. If we keep programming ourselves, even when my clients hurt a part of their body or have surgery, I tell them, I invite them to even write it on a piece of tape and put it over their cast that says love and gratitude the yeah. healing ability of the body shifts and changes i tell them just place your hands over that body part and send it love i mean there's scientific proof it's been shown that even tumor begins to shrink when mm -hmm. people stand over it and just send it love and light they're not standing there and saying oh go away right they're sending right. it light and that 
gratitude and love energy is, is healing and shrinking the tumor. So there's there's so mm -hmm. much, and, and all it takes is simply by just even I have like glass bottles because I don't do plastic. I don't like plastic, which I feel we all need to shift from, you know, plastic to bottles, right. glass bottles. I just write the words love and gratitude and health and happiness on my bottles, and I pour my water in it, and it's programmed water. It's yeah. that simple. Doesn't take I love that. <laughs> and that's a take home. And I just want to let everyone know listening that everything that Christine's saying is scientifically validated. Um, and so you can infuse your water with positive emotion with words like love and gratitude, writing it on a bottle and putting it on the outside. And it does shift how the crystals that are formed from that water, if the water's frozen form. And if you put heat or something a negative emotion on the water it makes these deformed irregularly shaped crystals and your body recognizes um, this crystalline structure and and it's beneficial and and the healing of the tumor also it's very amazing what what we're on the precipice of with our health yeah. Um, so you've shared so many wonderful tools. I think you, you've given people great insight into what their subconscious mind is, why they're stopped from doing things they want to do in life that they consciously want to do and they just somehow don't seem to be able to move forward, um, how they can start programming that subconscious mind or reprogramming it uh, using hypnotherapy. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're very welcome, Lev. My pleasure. And any last words uh, that you'd like to share? The name of the podcast is Her Brilliant Health, and you certainly exemplify that and help people to achieve that. I'm wondering if you could share what that means to you. Oh, it means the world to me. Every day, starting my day with an intention of just being of service and sharing what I've learned and what I've seen work for over 10 years now, not only in my life, but the lives of my clients. It just brings me so much joy and the ultimate really deepest root of that is remembering who we are and practicing self-love. Oh, I love that. And thank you so much for doing the work. Thank you for sharing the information. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, love.